This is a big year for you. It is. Chicago Cubs, they end their curse. And you have ended your first round drought in the playoffs. I have. I actually made it past the first round in not only one league, but in two leagues. That's a higher number than one. Look at that. Yeah. You and I'm actually in the finals in one league because it's only two rounds. The, the what else has two? There's two people on this podcast. Macapod yeah. session. It's Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, uh, December 15th, 2016. Two only hours for the... days uh, until Christmas. Oh, that's true. Uh, I got them holidays. And uh, it's nine. only nine days until Hanukkah. Yeah, on Christmas Eve. I I really don't know if that's ever really happened out like that. That feels kind of weird. That's on uh, Christmas Eve. I feel like it's usually a lot earlier. Yeah. I like uh, Christmas Eve. We are two hours away from the L.A. Rams in the Fisherless era. Thank God. How funny. He, okay. So he gets the extension, right? He gets two years. And then he goes out and plays my Atlanta Falcons. And they decide to just wreck shop on his face. And then they're like, you know what, Fisher? We're going to we're gonna cut you now. You're donezo. I don't know if his son has been cut because he's part of the defensive coordination team. But he's going to finish out, if that's his last job coaching, as the, tied for most amount of losses by head coach. Yeah. So that is funny. Breaking news, just this just into Roto World. ESPN New York reports the league is investigating the Giants' use of a walkie-talkie to call plays in the fourth quarter in last week's win over the Cowboys. The investigation is because walkie-talkies are banned on the sidelines. Apparently, their headsets were not working, so they started using walkie-talkies to call plays. Walkie-talkies are banned because you can't. the league cannot turn them off with 15 seconds left on the play clock which the headsets automatically shut off after 15, when 15 seconds hits on the play clock. I did not know that. That is interesting. Yeah. So, um, Just smack the snapper real quick. Bam. You know, if it was the Patriots, Tom Brady would be suspended in, for four games in two years from now. Yeah, but they, they would shut the whole team down. They, uh, they would have to move to Vancouver. <laughs> they would have had to just abandon all their players in an expansion draft just from the Patriots. No other teams would be available. And segue into the Patriots. The Patriots claim Michael Floyd, who was waived by the Cardinals yesterday. Due to a DUI arrest. So he is now a Patriot, which means he might actually be something worth picking up for the playoff. Push. So we did that. We It's a keeper league. That I think that's the bigger point. It's not that you're going to be starting Michael Floyd this week. Uh, for them, New England Patriots going against the Dan, yeah, Broncos. You're pretty much going to avoid anyway that you can anyway. But if you have keeper league value for him, we are, we don't have exactly amazing keepers next year outside of like Michael Thomas and Michael Thomas. No, we had one more that was oh Martavis Bryant. Marta- oh yes, Martavis. Bryant. As long as he doesn't get suspended. As long as he doesn't. Keep. Yeah. As long as he doesn't uh, fall into the that that weed trap, we should be fine. But yeah, Michael Thomas, I mean, excuse me, Michael Floyd, now in New England. Now, I was thinking about this when he did get waived. I was like, all right, if he has to go to any team, I was thinking of which teams could use a wide receiver, right? Patriots. I was like, Patriots. <laughs> Oddly enough, I thought of the Steelers, and they, they actually passed on him. Uh, I thought of the Vikings, who could just, they have a, a whole bunch of receivers there that just kind of under. I feel like all the receivers there are like special teams guys. Yeah, and then uh, and then the Tennessee Titans. Which was another place I thought maybe he would go to. Turns out one of those was right. It was the Patriots because they decided. You know what's kind of funny? We'll uh, we'll take on guys who've had kind Cincinnati of poor rap treats. Could have used them too. 
Cincinnati was another good one. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt after his whole arrest deal and him getting caught by the Steelers, they picked him up. Is that your phone? Jeez. Yeah, that was. I'm gonna. I thought I thought a car was uh, was flagging us down. <laughs> no, I was, I was like, who who is honking at me? Yeah, how is, dare they? It's not a car. I can guarantee you that much. But yeah, very, very interesting. I'll say Floyd going to the going from a team that's probably not going to make the playoffs and the Wolf or Arizona Cardinals, uh, RIP, to Super Bowl contender. So cool for him. He made he messed up. He made a big mistake in his life, but no one got hurt. He kind of talked uh, back to a cop. I mean, I'm I'm a big believer in just because no one got hurt doesn't make it. No, okay. yeah, it, I'm just saying it's a silver lining sort of deal and a very dumb mistake. Uh, don't drink and drive. It is silly. Be responsible, kids. Yep. As as Dosakis, drink responsibly. I thought you said steer the, uh, the, the, the stay thirsty. Oh, uh, stay th- no. Someone someone says yeah, drink responsibly. I, it's not it's not him though. <laughs> I'll say no, that. I think he says it too. We're taking a chance. Uh, let's see what happens. So let's go through some more news. Joey Bose is good to go for week fifteen, but Melvin Gordon is not looking like he's going to play this week. Anthony Farrow should be picked up. But Ronnie Hillman is also now on the Chargers as well. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Ronnie Hillman is now on the Chargers. Oh, uh, God. San Diego, Super Chargers going against the Oakland Raiders. I think Faro can be trusted as much as a low-end right running back two with upside in a plus matchup where a lot of points should be scored. But outside of that, I think the biggest waiver wire pickup this week was probably J.J. Nelson with yeah. the departure of Michael Floyd with that offense needing playmakers and then playing the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. J.J. Nelson's not going to be a guy that you want to go out and start every week, but he's definitely a good option this week. With the departure of Floyd, John Brown's coming back to practice this week, but I really don't think he's going to be great. There's another option, actually, in Arizona we've been talking about off-air. That's kind of interesting, and that's a tight end. Jermaine Gresham, actually, in PPR League so far... Uh, in the last about month or so, is hovering around about 8 to 11 points. And at the tight end position, being as dismal as it is, it's really not bad in a very plus matchup. I like Jermaine Gresham this week. I would say that. Uh, that is very much a sleeper sort of pick from me. Uh, going on with the news as it is, T.Y. Hilton is not practicing Thursday. I don't know if Dante Moncrief is going to be playing this week. Uh, he was injured in last week's game. Got you a solid zero points. So good old Dante Moncrief. Still waiting on that tight end designation. Yeah. Another, another receiver, Julio Jones. They're trying to push him in practice on Friday. Falcons coach Dan Quinn said the team will try to push Julio Jones on Friday. So far, Jones been in DNP at practice this week. Quinn said Jones won't play until he can explode pain-free. Very important, as we have Julio Jones. Yeah. We we went we drew the first round with, uh, with some kind of... It was a bad week for... A lot, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of teams. Quarterback play was garbage. All everywhere, bad. No, like, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, our options between James Winston and Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford was actually one of the higher scoring quarterbacks this week at eighteen points. Yeah, in a six point per touchdown league, uh, we played against Drew Brees, who has not thrown a touchdown in two straight weeks. Which is why I made it to the finals in my other league because I faced Drew Brees. It's also why I got eliminated from the third league because Drew Brees was terrible. Max Unger being hurt is a huge blow to them. It is. Michael Thomas being hurt is a huge blow. Yes, it is. And Kobe Fleener being terrible because Josh Hill, as soon as Josh Hill went down, 
that's when Breeze's numbers went down. I just want to point that out. Breeze likes his tight ends. Yeah, the uh, and Kobe Fleener's not good. The Saints he just probably gets lost paid a lot of money. Yeah, Saints probably lost uh, a lot of people a lot of playoff games. That's for sure. Yeah, I think it's Saints. I guess rolling right along. Michael Thomas practice again on Thursday. Set up Mark Ingram. Yeah, it's uh, very good to have these playmakers available. Michael Thomas. It, this is the weird thing. If you're a Brandon Cooks owner, we are. We're also a Michael Thomas owner. You want Brandon? You want Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas out with Brent? So Brandon Cooks? No, you want Michael Thomas active because he gets Patrick Peterson then. Ooh, that is a good point. Although you want a sacrificial lamb, Michael Thomas, Patrick Peterson here, so Brandon Cooks can go off. Yeah, but at the same time, wouldn't you want your fast like Peterson's the fastest corner in the league? Am I wrong? Uh, he he probably is. He's one of the more athletic guys. So I want to say you put Peterson on Cooks. But it's because... weird for him to follow. It's, it just seems right for him to go against Thomas. Because Thomas is kind of like your de facto number one receiver, while Cooks is more of your explosive secondary option. He's He, as in time, in you know years past, he's been the first guy. But I'm just saying in this sort of situation, Thomas is more of a typical wide receiver one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I say I'm I'm hoping that he plays as we can sacrifice him to to the Patrick Peterson God of the cornerback, so the Cooks can go get touchdowns. And we like this. Yeah, we we like it when Cooks does well. Rams have placed Robert Quinn and Benny Cunningham both on injured reserve. Quinn, so Todd Gurley, yeah, yeah. Quinn's uh he's been oft injured this year, so it's not like a huge blow to that defense. Then playing against the Seahawks in about two hours. But Bunny Cunningham, this kind of just you know just totally eliminates anyone taking touches away from Todd Gurley, uh, a team that Todd Gurley's come out and said played like a middle school football team last week. Yeah, and that Jeff Fisher gets fired. Do you want Do you think that maybe Todd Gurley was asked, "Hey, what do you think about the coach?" And second year player, I'm not going to say he has that much pull. LeBron I... James, when they thought that the uh, the old coach for the Cavaliers getting pulled was how to do with LeBron James, I can give a lot more benefit to that. But at the same time, if you're thinking that Todd Gurley is going to be your franchise player, you want your franchise player to be happy. It, I, I get a sense that the Rams think Todd Gurley. Is I think the it just got to player. a bullying point because you look at Twitter, you look at NFL writers, you it look at NFL. It became a joke after a while. The, the Rams are they, there's very much becoming a joke on a team that is does not have the worst record in the league. The Browns are happy because no one's you know everyone says oh the Browns are not going to win a game or whatever this. They're like all right, cool. We just kind of we've reached the 365 day mark. We have ew. I mean, a good chunk of that part of the year, no one plays, but still. It's also not really fair that they kind of had to release Johnny Manziel, who is their best quarterback. Oh, man, yeah. That was, last, that was actually the last guy that won the game with them under just center. But still, you look at the Browns, you look at the Jaguars, these are bad football teams, but they don't have to deal with the in and out of getting just completely pooped on by everyone in the world because the L.A. Rams had Jeff Fisher as their head coach. Yeah. Carolina Panthers news. Luke Keekley, who he practices in full, looks like he should be able to start. Don't know how much he's going to be playing in the game on Sunday, but at least he's going to be able to you know, get something in there. Uh, Kevin Benjamin's limited. Cam Newton is limited. He's got like a M around his shoulder, his throwing shoulder, but it doesn't look like it came back with anything serious. Probably just crybaby disorder. Yeah, it came back clean, so it looks like he should be expected to play in full. Can I just go over some uh, Jets news real quick? Because one of them we, we've been saying since the start of the season should happen. Uh, Matt Forrest, I finally got hurt, yeah. No, um, I was talking about Darrell Revis, and their, uh, Todd Bowles said the team's going to discuss moving him to safety next year. Yeah, 
and he just doesn't. Have, he doesn't have the speed. He has the knowledge to play the position, but doesn't have the speed. He doesn't. Yeah. He can't athletically play it. And then the other news with the Jets, besides the Forte injury, because look at that, Bilal Powell when he gets carries, he's really good. A running back play. Uh, just start a running back against the Forty Nineers doesn't mean it's a starting running back, but uh, someone's going to go off. And the other news I wanted to say was there's a growing sense that the Jets' future franchise quarterback is not on the team's current roster, which means they've wasted picks on Geno Smith, Bryce Petty, and Hackenberg. Plus the mad money they gave to Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. So I really don't want Romo there because it's just a disaster. I think Romo's best bets are Houston or Denver. I think those are two teams that are primed Os- to yeah. win now. Osweiler has proven that he is a completely incapable quarterback. He's just he's disgustingly bad. We'll get to that when we talk about the Houston Colts game, but he's just so bad. Uh, so this will be our only episode of the week. Uh, we have a little bit we're chock full on Saturday with some extra. Uh, you got some stuff going on. Yeah, we got my, work and all that. My so. work schedule got changed around because apparently I'm working until one or two a.m. So today we have not announced it as a mega podcast, but we have a mega podcast on our hands. Hooray! So we're gonna roll through the games real quick. Last week's game. I want to try and get this done before 8 o'clock so I can get my basketball picks in for tonight. And I also have a place to be at 8 o'clock, so that's another reason why we want to do it. Okay, let's go over through the games real quick. First one up, Pittsburgh Steelers against Buffalo Bills. We're going to try and talk about what matters to us. And in this one, oh my God, Le'Veon Bell, you're really freaking good. Holy crap. Oh my holy God, crap, he holy put crap. up some numbers. Almost 300 yards, three touchdowns. If you played against Le'Veon Bell... You lost this week. Just take the L. Next season's going to happen. Cool. Yeah, no, Le'Veon Bell was uh, good. <laughs> He's not just good. He was 300 yards with three touchdowns good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger throws three interceptions in this game. He is still pretty woeful on the road. He do- I don't know why. It's just that's a, a, If you could have another quarterback option this week, I believe they're on the road again. You might not be bad to start him over Roethlisberger because it's affecting Antonio Brown as well. Only five for seventy. A very snowy game. Yeah, the weather conditions are actually starting to affect games. So it's very much something to watch. It it hurt the uh, Arizona Dolphins game. The the wind and the rain was ridiculous. So Buffalo Bills side, Tyrod Taylor, okay day, two twenty eight, two touchdowns. LaShawn McCoy's day was saved by not only a late touchdown but the receiving game. Yeah, he had eighty one yards receiving. My uh, Sam Watkins kind of did what I thought he would. Four fifty four in a score. He caught like a touchdown, just like five steps away from the end zone. Just kind of falls in. Cool. Which I want from out of Sammy Watkins. I don't really want to trust him still too much. What's the crazier number? Le'Veon Bell having two hundred thirty six rushing yards, or the fact that he had thirty eight carries? Uh, the, the yardage because the I I the the carries were up in this game because Ben Roethlisberger just kept turning the ball over. He was not good, and the way the the weather was affecting them. Bill's run defense has really not been the Bill's run defense. I think Isaiah Quell against them this week is actually not a bad play considering the state of the NFL right now. Yeah. Who got a point in this one? You did, but I get a point in the next game. Yeah. Uh, Melvin Gordon getting hurt really hurt the Chargers quite a bit here. Uh, the the Panthers did not exactly have a great offensive game. I, I can't say they kind of blew them away. No. Cam Newton 160 yards and a score and a pick. John Stewart gets in the end zone. We get the touchdown for Devin Funchess. Kelvin Benjamin and Greg Olson. Owners cry in the corner. I mean, Greg Olson still had an okay day. He had 87 yards. Yeah, it's just you want the touchdown. If anyone's getting a touchdown, you want those two guys, not Devin Funchess. I was playing against Greg Olson, so I'm happy it was Funchess. All right. Uh, Phil Brewer's kind of 
imploded a little bit with no Melvin Gordon to kind of help establish the run. Two touchdowns, three interceptions. Not a particularly great day, but a little bit better than Roethlisberger, though. Uh, Dontre only continues to have a good, good year. Uh, him and Tyrell Williams are going to be very interesting next year with Keenan Allen coming back. I want to know how this wide receiver whole situation kind of pans out. I'm going to guess number two is probably going to be Tyrell Williams. He doesn't get the touchdown here, but they're both having really solid years. Uh, I like both these players quite a bit. RIP, Travis Benjamin. They have a carry for negative two yards. Cool. But Kenneth Farrah looks like he's going to be the guy. 16.55. Not great, but it was okay. Yep. You just that's If you need a body at running back, not the worst guy to pick up. Nope. So you got the point? I did. Hooray. Next game, I did not get the point, though, because I thought Cleveland was going to win. Nope. They will never win. They don't win. That's just the Cleveland we know win Browns. Is Cincinnati, there... 23. Cleveland, 10. Is there really anything to go over in this game? It was kind of just, we we could have assumed. I expected that. a good game out of Jeremy Hill. That's what he gave us, 111 yards. Isaiah Crowell gave us a good game, too. Tyler Eifert uh, will most likely be the number one tight end for kind of like, it's going to be him or Kelsey for the rest of the year. Eifert because a touchdown gets two here. Kelsey because of yards. Yeah. It's really it. I think it, that's the one-two, which is kind of like, imagine this a month ago, the Kelsey and Eifert, the one-two we can think of, like the new, you know, uh, Gronk. Uh, Graham. Gronk, yes, the Gronk Graham. It's now Eifert and Kelsey. Tight end. Uh, Brown side. Well, actually, huge news on the Bengals' part. Um, they cut Mike Nugent, who's been their kicker for years, Uh-oh. and replaced him with Randy Bullock. Randy... Yeah, well, there's Eric Crow. Ten, uh, ten carries for 113 yards. Uh, we were looking at like what we, we were to, hoping for, like five points. We from had him. to spot start him, and here comes like Eric Well, We actually kind of underestimate how well he's been playing yeah. of late, uh, just because we do have Theoretic and Doug Marn who just kind of can play just a little bit better. Although Theoretic might be in the doghouse because of injuries or otherwise, but we might have to start Crow. I think Zach Zenner's in concussion protocol, so, I mean, theoretic might just be de facto starter this week. Yeah, it looks like we're going to start Crow over him again anyway. Yeah, not really too much to go over the Browns, although uh, Pryor got called out by Adam Pac-Man Jones for being garbage. And Pryor agreed with him. Yeah. I was like... I was like, well, you're not a 20-year-old. I was like, wait, you are a 20-year-old, but you're a football player. You're not... You know, the normal guy, and just like, well, my life sucks. <laughs> That's what I felt like. I was just like, yeah, I know what suck. Boo. I was like, I'm not prior. Get your, uh, get your game, get your game face on. I mean, hey, I, you know what? I'm happy that a player can admit he was playing bad. You know, that that's a cool thing. It's not like a back and forth thing. It's like, all right, you're right. I was bad this week. In the battle of animals, I don't want to be locked in a cage with Chicago Bears and Detroit Lions. D town. Which one up. would you rather be in a cage with? I feel like a bear is, like, y- you might be able to make friends with the bear faster than a lion. Uh, bear grills. I like to be locked in with bear grills if I had to choose <laughs> a bear. This was a lot closer of a game than I thought it was going to be. Uh, the Lions are still not very good on uh, on defense. Uh, here's why this game was so close was the whole pick six part. Yeah. Uh, if not, the Lions defense was just good enough to kind of hold them offensively. But a pick six is a pick six. So what are you going to do? Matthew Stafford runs a touchdown and throws one, throws for two picks. He's thrown for one touchdown and four interceptions against the uh, the Bears this year. I think he's only thrown three in every other game combined. He is in the MVP conversation. Yeah, I agree. 
he's in the conversation. I don't think he should win it, but he's in the conversation. Right now, the betting, I think he's over Matt Ryan, and I don't know why. Matt Stafford isn't... He got hurt in this game, right? Yes. Okay. Middle finger was dislocated. Middle finger. The top part here gets kind of crunched. He's going to wear a glove on it. Derek Carr has a very similar glove, but it looks like he's been able to uh, work out a little bit better with it. In practice this week, Matthew Stafford's had some real trouble throwing the ball with the glove on. I like to avoid Matthew Stafford this week going against the Giants. We'll talk more about that game in... 20 minutes or so. Giants defense is looking good. Giants defense is very good this year. I think that was probably the second best pickup, maybe third if you needed a running back, but J.J. Nelson, Giants defense, uh, Faro. I think those were the options this week, unless there were, you know, in shower leagues, better guys available. That seems to be the kind of grouping. But yeah, otherwise, we don't really want to start any Bears unless we have the option to do so. I think Elshon Jeffries back this week. Cool. Uh, Line side of the ball. Eric Ebron. Cool, 4 for 32, not a particularly great day. Anquan Bowling gets a touchdown because that's all he does. Marvin Jones actually has one of his better receiving days of late, 4 for 67. We're never starting him. He's very disappointing. This was just a bad fantasy game. Him getting hurt, uh, Matthew Stafford getting hurt, he still finishes the day with 18 points because of touchdowns, but not particularly a great day. I think I got that one right. Did you also pick Detroit? Uh, yeah, we both did. Okay. We also both picked the Texans in this next game. Look at them Texans. Man, is Brock Osler just absolute horseshit. But hey, you know who's really good? And finally showing it? Uh, Lamar Miller? Yeah. Yeah, Lamar Miller's really good. 2,107 in a touchdown. In a very plus matchup, he took advantage of it like we hope he would. DeAndre Hopkins led the team receiving at 33 yards. Brock Osweiler needs to be fired and <laughs> thrown into the pit of hell. Alfred Blue got 16 carries for 55 yards in this game. What Was Miller out for that long? I mean, they just like... I they know. started with Blue at that was kind of like the thing they wanted to ease Miller into the game since he has been banged up. So Blue got a lot of carries in the first half, and then it was just a Lamar Miller show, which was fantastic because David Johnson had one of his worst games of the season. I needed Lamar Miller to do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brock Osweiler. If, if they even get to the if they get to the playoffs, just pick whatever team's playing against them. Osweiler is going to lose them that fucking game. That's for sure. Cold Go- side of the ball, T.Y. Hilton. He continues to prove us wrong. He might. He might, might be in that first to second round swing conversation last next year. Might yeah. be. Sucks. I, I kind of always want to downplay to Wayne Hilton, but the yardage has been crazy this year with Moncrief being hurt. Him and Andrew Luck are just on the same page. That's it. They're just they're getting it done in a big way this year. Nine catches, 115 yards, and a touchdown. Frank they're Gore both is big re- play guys. That's that's the best thing. Yeah, uh, Frank Gore has still been very kind kind of disappointing on the ground, but he does add. 33 yards through the air in a score, so that's fun. Yeah. That is very fun. Except Dante- for I played against Frank Gore in all three leagues. Ah, uh, that's no fun. Uh, but, yeah, Dante Moncrief been getting hurt here. We have to see if he's going to be available for this week. I do not know at the moment. Yep, we both got this one right. Thank you, Houston Texans, for being able to win regardless of who your quarterback is. In uh, in this game, Vikings versus Jaguars. We are um, both right on this one, too. Is there anything to talk about? I don't think so. Um, Blake Bortles is still really bad. Allen Robinson, disappointing, even with no one else there to throw the ball to. Mark Easley has five catches for 113 yards. Adam Thielen, four catches for 101 yards on the Vikings side of the ball. I'll say this, Thielen, Thielen surprised. We had to go against Thielen. I was like, what the fuck, man? Come on. You're showing up now. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, uh, other than that, none of the running backs did anything, which we kind of anticipated. No, nah, the Vikings defense was just, it was good enough to win them the game, but not good enough to make me happy in FanDuel. So. Arizona at Miami. Um, Carson Palmer needs to be fired. He's just not good. 
Uh, this game was just trounced by the weather. The, yeah. It was really rainy. It was really windy. David Johnson fumbles. Palmer has like three yeah. turnovers. When does, jo- when, does, when does David Johnson fumble? I mean, he averaged four yards per carry here for 80 yards on 20 carries. As under 41 through the air. So he still gets you over 100 yards from scrimmage. He's just going to kind of keep doing that all year because he he's He had amazing. one of his worst games of the season. He still had 121 yards. Yeah, I don't really want to trust anyone on the Dolphins in the receiving game, but they do all have nice games this week. It makes me a little hopeful for the Saints to be able to bounce back because the Carl's defense has been has not been ridiculous. Uh, who do you think would be the guy that uh, Peterson covered here, though? Because I knew it's, who, a, it's a toss up. You you pick Thomas because he's like the no in, no one. this no this week oh, against the Dolphins in the against the Dolphins. Do you, remember, do you remember who I said would be covered by Patrick Peterson? Parker. And what did Parker do? Nothing. Two for 14. I would like to avoid... I would love for Thomas to start so we can just sacrifice him (laughs) so we can just get Cooks. (laughs) Because look at what what the guy on the slot does here. Four for 103 in Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry is a very good slot player. Brandon Cooks is a very good slot player. Cooks is still the outside guy, though. Willie Sneed's the slot guy. That's true. Cooks is just the big play outside guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that guy does well here, too. It's Kenny Stills, 97 for in a score. But um, I guess the point I'm really going to go with is Devontae Parker. We like, we would love for him to just be gobbled up by Patrick Peterson so Cook can go do stuff. You mean Michael Thomas be yes. gobbled up? Thomas for you know to sacrifice. For I know what you meant. Yes. I, uh, just, I hope Michael Thomas plays for multiple reasons. I want the Saints to have a chance to win this week. Yep, and we were wrong on that one because Miami won. Yep. Washington at Philadelphia. I think I got this one wrong. Um, we both picked Washington. Hey, look at us. Kirk Cousins. All right. Throwing two touchdowns. Listen, Washington's been good. They're just overshadowed by the fact that the Giants and the Cowboys have been better. Yeah, they're a 7 5 and 1 team. They're in the wild card hunt. Kirk Cousins, uh, I would start him over a lot of quarterbacks this week. I'll say that. Kirk Cousins is a fantasy gold mine. Deshaun Jackson, Absolutely. 102 and a score. Pierre Garcon, 559 in a score. We were debating starting Garcon this week, but because of injuries and how everything we was had playing to, out, we had to drop him. Yeah, we had to go with Hogan, who had a better game. So, yeah, yeah whatever. If we didn't really need we, I don't think we even needed. No, we had it won before that. It was the kicker off that we... That's right. We had the kickoff, uh, Tucker versus Goskowski. Uh, we won the kickoff, so it wouldn't really not matter whatever we started there. But still, Eagles... Uh, Other than It was Zach a floundering Ertz. team. Zach Ertz, and then... No one. Yeah. Jordan Matthews, I mean, PPR-wise, he had a great day. Yeah, but just otherwise, no one. Yeah. Yeah, we both got this one right. Uh, Denver at Tennessee, I got this one right. You got it wrong. I mean, I thought Denver would put up more than 10 points, but they decide that's not a fun idea. Yeah, but both uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Demaryius Thomas had good days. They both had good days. Rushing-wise, there's nothing to do there. Justin Forsett, 6 for 17. Devontae Booker, 3 for for 1. Uh, bye bye Booker. Your time is up. I don't want to start either of these guys going forward. Ew. This was just a defensive showdown. Like you look at it. All right, Denver got a lot of yards on in the air, but nothing on the ground. Tennessee got nothing in the air, but they got a good amount on the ground. Demarco Murray has a nice game here. He is Demarco Murray. Uh, 21 for 92 and a score. Derrick Henry got a decent amount of work, too. It just shows how bad the Broncos are against the run. They're still amazing against the pass, but I think you can run on them. Like Eric Blunt going against them this week, I still think is a good start. Next one, Jets for San Francisco. This game goes to overtime because neither team was good enough to win in regulation. I don't really want to talk too much about this game because we're waiting on no one in here. Yeah, but, but Carlos Hyde right. had a massive game, 17 for 193. He's pretty much the guy we want to start. 
of anyone here. As Blah Pal is not normally the starter. If he goes this week, I think he's a good option. But Marforte gets hurt really early on in this game. He could have had the game that Blah Pal had. 29 carries, 145 yards, and two scores. Uh, if you start at Bilal Powell, you're feeling really good. Oh, so Robbie Anderson, pick him up. Yeah, Robbie Anderson needs to be picked up. I don't like Brand Marshall, Quincy, and anyone. Bryce Petty has that sort of chemistry with him. That's really the guy we're going to be looking at right now. Uh, Receiving-wise, also for the 49ers, Vance McDonald, after getting that big contract, he left the game. He did not play, uh, I think, after like the first quarter. Moral of the story is, if you're playing the against the Jets or 49ers and you're a running back, expect a good day. Yeah, I guess so, right? And Jeremy Curley, I guess, got a revenge game five for 50 he did yeah he had like one catch and they're like oh revenge game i text you i was like oh they're going with the jerry curly revenge game look at them i'm not the only one that thought it was gonna happen i also thought the Kristen michael revenge game was gonna happen they also talked about it i was like dude they're taking our stuff they're listening to the podcast it's stealing material Uh, we took the jets right uh i took san francisco you picked the jets what an idiot i thought it was gonna be the the only team that san francisco could be what an idiot New Orleans Saints at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You want to talk about a heartbreaking game for me? You want to talk about a, a garbage game for everyone else? Uh, Doug Martin gets a, a one touchdown, uh, one yard touchdown plunge. Cool. Uh, they gave him twenty three carries. Doug Martin, as long as he's healthy, he's going to get this sort of work. Yeah, he can be happy with that. Oh, hey, there's my dog. What's yeah. up, bud? Cameron Brait had a. Uh, it. You know what's funny? Even with only having four receptions of forty seven yards, he still had the best day among all my tight ends in all my leagues. Gross. Mike Evans, we thought we would counter him with Jameis Winston, uh, did not need. No one really did well in this game. I think the best, besides Marin, the second best fantasy day here was Bully Snead with 85 yards and six catches. Cooks adds, adds five for 61 for himself. Cool. Mike Evans got shut down, which I said would probably be the case. It was, it was, it, it looked like kind of a, it was a gross game. Nothing really doing. The Saints shut down number one guys. It's crazy. I don't, I don't understand it. It happens though. Uh, then that would be Larry Fitzgerald. Sorry. Yeah, don't start Larry Fitzgerald this week. <laughs> start J.J. Nelson. Green Bay off of uh, about five turnovers by the wide receivers for the CLCRs because they really kind of let Russell Wilson down. They would touch their hands, and they would just throw it up into the air. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But we were playing against the Seahawks defense, so we needed them to go get back-to-back weeks where like a defense gets like zero points against us. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, Chris and Michael did not have a revenge game. T- no. uh T.Y. Ty Montgomery kind of back as the running back one there. Yeah, you know what's funny? They, they finally put the whole argument to rest as uh, McCarthy came out and said, yeah, he hasn't been in a wide receiver meeting for about two months. He is a running back. We're like, okay, you jackass. Fucking tell us that like two months ago. <laughs> we, had, we had the whole internet ablaze. He still has three receptions for 45 yards in the game. but Yeah, just it was so simple. Just tell everyone that. Devontae Adams, huge touchdown catch, 66 yards. George Jory Nelson decides to catch two touchdowns himself, like like within like five yards out of the ed, like the end zone. It, it, he gets like twenty two points for like nothing, and we we're just sad playing against them. But we won, so who cares? Yeah. And Jeff Janis like ran in a touchdown too. Like at the end there, it was really funny just to kind of like ice the game. Yeah, no, Green, just really stick it to him. Green Bay had this game in hand. So. Doug Baldwin, I think, if this game was not a complete shit show, would have had a better game. He should have a good game tonight against the Rams. I expect that I expect a, a solid game out of him, double digits and PPR sort of sort of game. I definitely agree. See, with here's you. the thing. Now, in the last couple of weeks, because we've been winning and we've been winning because it, PPR has been helping us. I mean, like in PPR more. I still think it's a really bad scoring system. I love PPR. I think it's we've just been still over this debate. Such a bad scoring system, and I'm going to talk about it next year 
that it's still a bad scoring system. But hey, is it if it helps us win? I love it. Yeah. I love you too, Coates. I'm going to scratch your butt real quick. Okay. Too much information. Atlanta Falcons versus the L.A. Rams. Hey, you want to know what happens when Dennis gets into the first round of the playoffs most times? What? He plays against the Atlanta Falcons defense who gets 37 points. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, my God, this this game. Uh, Falcons good. Rams not. Uh, yeah. Not? Yeah. I, on. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we should be moving on. Uh, Giants, Cowboys. Giants win 10-7. There's yeah. a little walkie-talkie action going on there, though. Yeah, whatever. The game's over. Giants are cheaters. Whatever. Uh, both. He, how crazy is that? That Rashad Jennings and Paul Ferkins both have the exact same stat line. They're both mediocre. That's yeah. really uh, the crux of it. Uh, Odell Beckham has a good game. Only on the big play. Does sixty-one yard touchdown to win them the game? Ezekiel has one hundred and seven yards. Every a lot of good stuff. Kind of a crappy. Bryant sucks. You know, crappy December game. That's what it's going to be be like. They're going to be indoors next week against Tampa Buccaneers. We're hoping for a little bit better game there. Yeah, and then last game of that week was Baltimore at New England. Good game. It was a good game. I actually like this game. Uh, you know what? Baltimore always plays the Patriots well. Joe Flacco, 324 yards and two scores. Still like, not actually, elite. He's still not elite, but he's still, he showed up. Uh, Tom Brady, a bunch of big plays all over the place. Uh, that 79-yard touchdown pass. Too. Steve Chris Smith uh, had some profanity for fans. I don't know if you heard about that. but No, but, you know, nice. No, it was, it was not pleasant. It was not nice. Uh, Kenneth Dixon has asserted himself as number one running back over in Baltimore. Which it does doesn't not mean much. much, but he's number one running back. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt has a nice game here. I think he should be able to continue that against the Broncos, which we'll get to now. Huh. Week 15, semifinals. So a lot of people. This Four finals. Uh, well, league. if you're in a two-week league, yes. You are now in the, you've entered the finals. Dun-dun-dun. Which I, I have no clue what to do with my hands right now. Don't know what to do with hands. Don't know what to do with hands. So right. my, uh, soon as my computer lets me go to week 15. We will LA at Seattle is the first game up if you want to start talking about that while I get the uh, picks okay. ready. So. I'll say this. If you're a betting man, the Rams are getting 16 tonight. Ah, uh, yeah. Like... I, I don't know if Seattle... Like, that's a dramatic amount of points. Like, the Browns did not even get that much against the Patriots with Brady coming back. That's a dramatic amount of points. They're yeah. getting 16. The, the Seahawks have not been a good team of late. Yeah, I, if you're but gonna, at the same time... Like, you could bet the Rams. They start the game with two touchdowns. And, and a, a safety. safety. It's a lot of points, Cody. I well, if I'm going with the 16 points, I'm taking LA. But just because we're doing a pick 'em, I'm going. I'd, I'd have to go with Seattle in this one. Yeah, I'm going with that. But yeah, the, the 16. Jesus Christ. Uh, I would love for the Rams though to come out here and just drop like 30 points, just mm-hmm. to show like it was all your fault, Fisher. Yeah. No. Watch Jared Goff have like. 500 passing yards, three touchdowns. What's his name? Todd Gurley finally shows up. You know, I think if any Ram going to start in this game, because a lot of people ask me, like, can he Britt? Can I start him? Uh, can I start Tate Austin or anything like that? No, I think the only guy here in any sort of conversation on the Rams, I think, would be Todd Gurley. Yeah, the Seahawks have struggled against the Rams. Rams defense is not 
the worst pick to play at uh, defense. There's not really a lot of uh, good plays this week. But Seattle's also really, they're really pissed off about this whole, they're playing on a Thursday night thing. Richard Sherman was really ticked off about it. I, what was the wording he used? It was, it was poopy or poop fest or <laughs> yeah, something like that. A, was, a, the NFL's a poop fest when it comes to schedules. It's poopy. I was like, okay. It's poopy, is it? This guy's a Stanford grad, but... The dog's playing uh, playing acrobat over there. That's fun. Um, yeah, so I would definitely say the Seattle is going to come out and do something. Yeah, I would like to start a lot of Seahawks. They're also wearing those hideous jerseys. Oh, that's right. It's, it's, okay. They're wearing those neon green color rush jerseys. Oh, there's my dog right behind you. Ah, oh, hey, dog. Oh, he fell. Oh, he's so cute. Chris Michael's still the leading rusher on this team. <laughs> Thomas Rawls, I think, would probably be the, my least favorite star of the group. Uh if the Rams should be able to at least withstand the run a little bit, I yeah. don't think so. Their defense is still good. It's just their team is not like offensively. It, it gasses the defense by how much they have to be on the field. Uh, Doug Bowen, I like Jimmy Graham, I like quite a bit as well. Uh, Russell Wilson, maybe maybe he's my least favorite. I don't know if he's going to come out and have the huge game, but there's really not a good lot of good quarterbacks this week. It's really dry, uh, especially being a you know playoff scenario. It's not like you can go pick up someone off the waiver wire. Yeah, but. You know, eh. so I don't think the Seahawks defense is going to get you like negative one. So I think roll them out. In women's Division One basketball news, apparently Baylor won one hundred and forty to thirty two against Winthrop. Damn it, Winthrop, get your shit together! <laughs> wow, it's one hundred and eight points. Is Winthrop on Long Island? Because there's like a Winthrop Hospital. I don't on know. Long Island. I don't think so. Uh, right. Next game up is the Saturday night game. Yeah. This, okay, so that's going to be a thing now. Is when we get this far in the year, there are Saturday night games. So it's Miami versus the Jets. The Jets are terrible. Miami's not good. Ah, Miami's okay, I guess. They're 8-5. and five. Those are two bad teams with a lot of bad players. Ryan Tannehill's not playing, so actually Miami gets an upgrade. Matt Moore? Yeah. Yeah. Um, downgrade all the receivers. I, I don't think Ryan Tannehill's good. Oh, come on. Ryan Tannehill's not good. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm not more happy if I have Jarvis Landry that Mar- Matt Moore off the street is playing quarterback for my team over Ryan Tannehill. How, how good he's been. Matt Moore kind of led them to a victory. Let's not forget ah, that. Come on. No, thank you. Uh, Jay Jai should be great in this game. I like Jay Jai quite a bit. Yes, I like Jay Jai quite a bit. I like Bilal Powell quite a bit. Yeah. And then I kind of hate all the receivers as much as you can probably can. Yeah. Robbie Anderson is sure. I just Brendan Marshall's on a snap count this week. They're saying it's yes, he is on a snap count. Here's the problem: we're in playoffs now, and you kind of don't want to be too cute. It's not really that time to I'm be always cute. Too cute. Oh, my dog's too cute. Not, not you. Uh. So I think the running backs, if Blop House starts, JJ should be good to go. Those are the guys I'm starting. I really want. I don't want to play any of the receivers if I have the option to. You should have better guys than anyone in this game. This game seems like a garbage fest. It seems like a 17 to 16 game, but like none of that is scored by the offense, and it's just dumb football. I'm going to go with Miami in this one. We're going to go with the... <laughs> You're also going to take Miami, aren't you? You were about to say the Jets, and then you realized the dumpster fire that is the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to go with Miami. Ah! Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, Miami's a, a better team than this. They beat the they beat the Cardinals. Yeah. At this point, it's two teams with backup quarterbacks in. Yeah, so. uh, Philly at Baltimore. This, uh, I feel like this could be a good game. It should be a good game in the sense that the Ravens' offense will 
will be good enough to win them a game handedly because the Eagles are bad. Um, uh, are you sure? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Who do you want to start on the Eagles? You want to start Ertz? I'm not talking. I'm just talking about it from a football aspect. I just. I don't know. I just the Philadelphia Eagles are starting to become sort of a more mediocre team than you really kind of lead on. I don't really want to start any any particular player slash. I don't want to start the, the DST. Either the Eagles' defense has really kind of let a lot of people down the last couple of weeks, myself included. I think Zach Ertz, and that's it. Yeah, Ertz has been uh, pretty good. You can rely on Jordan Matthews as a wide receiver three, but again, you're you're always kind of just kind of disappointed playing him. But that's about where you you know where the state of the world is. Uh, Ravens. Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of just pick the, between Wallace and Smith, and yeah, because the running backs something. were were kind of avoiding. And Joe Flacco, quarterback, quarterback is bad this week. Yeah, but is it is it Joe Flacco bad? I think because um, last week, at least against the Patriots, we thought he'd we'd have to throw because we need to get make the game competitive. He threw for over three hundred yards. I don't know if he's I don't think he's going to throw for over three hundred yards in this game. Nah, I, I could picture like a two eighty six and a score. Nah, I'm, I'm looking like two forty, eh, two eighty six. I bet she doesn't score over 240 points. You know what? You want to put another thing down? Sure. Joe Flacco will not throw for over 240 yards. I'll even get it, but he needs to get to 280. If it, he falls in that 260 range, neither of us get a point. What'd you say, 241? 240 or less. So it's exactly 240 or less, I get a point. If okay. it's between 40 and 80 or 41 and 79. So we're doing an over-under right now. Yeah. I get the over, you get the under. Yes. Okay. Next game up, because we're both taking Baltimore, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Uh, Cleveland the at Baltimore Buffalo. Talkers. If there was a perfect matchup for me to start my finals, it's LaShawn McCoy going against the Cleveland Browns. Oh, my God. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy should be amazing this week. Oh. Uh, Tyra Taylor, it really depends on how healthy Stan Watkins is. Just because you're playing the Browns doesn't mean I love Tyra Taylor immediately. No, because I feel like they're going to get up in this game. A lot of teams I would be like, yeah, let's just roll them out there. No, I think they'll get up in this game. And then it's just going to be LaShawn McCoy and Mike Gillisley. Yeah. At least last week, LaShawn McCoy was the one to get the touchdown, not Gillisley to steal it away. Oh, that was so nice. I was so happy about that. Cleveland Brown side of the ball. RG3, they want him, uh, they wants him to step up this week. Uh, it was a Hugh Jackson. He wants RG3 to assert himself as an NFL-level quarterback. Buffalo's just got trashed by the Steelers. And Ben Rosberg did not have a good game. I think the Browns offensively are going to be bad enough that they need to actually show themselves in some sort of good light. Uh, Zaire Quill, I like a lot. They just got burned for almost 300 rushing yards. Let's roll that out there. Yeah. Terrell Pryor should bounce back from a very dismal game. Gary Barnish, we... No. <laughs> he has not been even a thought in my mind for weeks. You want RG3 to be good enough to help Terrell Pryor and Isaiah Crowell, but you're not exactly starting RG3. No. I, I would just say Crowell and Pryor. You could yep. start. And then McCoy. Yes, you can start Watkins, but I'm still just very I'm just not that guy who to wants to that wants to trust him, but he is trustable. I'm gonna go Buffalo because I think LaShawn McCoy is just gonna rock and roll in this game. Yeah, Buffalo Bills. Okay. And next game on the docket is Green Bay at Chicago. Official game. I think the Packers finished their year with three divisional games, Bears, Vikings, and then the Lions. Yeah, but that might be what they need to uh, make it to the playoffs. Might be. They because are... they need to beat the Lions and they need to beat Minnesota. 
They're seven and six. Minnesota seven and six. Detroit is nine and four. If th- Green Bay finishes ten and six, I think they're they're in. I think Detroit needs one more win to uh, confirm that they're in the playoffs. Because I think ten and six gets you there. The NFC is not great. I think it's safe to assume that two teams are coming out of the East, and everything else is kind of up in the air. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Although for the Cowboys' sake, I'm thinking they hope that the Giants don't make it. Packers. Uh, you kind of have to like everyone here going against a very kind of middle of the pack sort of defense for the Bears. Uh, middle of the pack or worse kind of gets you excited. It really, it's really the best defense that you even start getting worried about. But they just burned the Seahawks last week. So. They did. Uh, Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, Ty Montgomery, Aaron Rodgers. You like them all. Why are oh, you barking? We got, little, we got some barky action over here. Let me just pause real quick to see what my dog's all about. Chicago side, I think the only one you're going to really trust here is Howard. Besides that, sure, Alshon Jeffrey is back, but you're going to have to be in a sort of situation that you have to trust a guy like him or Watkins sort of level. Like I'm like there with Alshon Jeffrey as well. I think I'd rather take Watkins over Jeffrey. But yeah, that's that's really it. Cameron Meredith had a nice game last week, but are really trusting Cameron Meredith? No, thank you. No. Packers. 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 Pitt. Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. Yes, we are. Tyler Eifert. As long as he is basically the number one option for these Cincinnati Bengals, I think you're going to re-rolling him out there with a lot of confidence. I think A.J. Green, I don't think he's already been uh, ruled out for this week, but we're going to have to say, yeah, he's probably not playing. Yeah, I highly doubt that he'll be playing. Jeremy Hill, I still think, is a very plus matchup for him. Gets the Browns last week. The Steelers' run defense isn't good either. Jeremy Hill should have another nice game. I uh, like him quite a bit. Pittsburgh side of the ball. Uh, like I said before about Ben Roethlisberger, I'm not really in love with Ben Roethlisberger on the road. But are you gonna f- if, if you need to find another guy that's a banger to kind of start over him, I don't think he's just kind of like on that on that edge of like, I need to start Ben Roethlisberger. Quarterback play has been weird the past couple of weeks, though. Yeah, it's, it's gross. Fantasy's uh, just been gross all season, though. Yeah, it's one of the worst years, that's for sure. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, that's a good, that's a good 10-4. Who gets more yards total in this game, Le'Veon Bell or Ben Roethlisberger? I would say Ben Roethlisberger's not going to get 300 yards altogether <laughs> like last week, that's for sure. Uh, Antonio Brown, yeah, that's a, that's a good receiver right there, that's for sure. Yeah. Who's winning this game? Pittsburgh. I feel like Pittsburgh's just going to turn it on. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh as well. They need to win this game as a divisional one. Yeah, they. Ha- I mean, this is a huge week for they a lot. Have of a, teams. Yeah, they only have a game over Baltimore here for the division. They they got to get this going. And Baltimore's got a uh, a nice matchup this week. So yeah, they should be able to beat the Eagles. So, so if you had to pick a matchup between two really bad quarterbacks, <laughs> this is it. And two really good receivers last year. And it's just two receivers who would you rather suffering because of the quarterback. Who would you rather play here, Alan Robinson or DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins. I'd rather play Robinson. I'd rather start Lee over both of them right now. Uh, uh, not, you might not be wrong, but I don't want you to be right. Lamar Miller, I, I feel comfortable with him this week. Yeah, uh, no running back in the Jaguars would I like to start. No quarterback would I like to start. Would you Texas rather start defense. Alfred Blue or TJ Yeldon? Because I feel like Houston's just going to be running the ball the rest of the season. I feel like they just have no faith in the, the passing game. I guess Alfred Blue, but 
<laughs> like, no, I got TJ Yeldon just because he's a starter. Uh, I, outside of Lamar Miller, I think the second best player, quote unquote, in this game is probably the Texans defense. I agree with that. Uh, who wins this game? Uh, Texans. Yes. Jacks. Uh, Houston, I forgot to type it in. That's why I am talking okay. out loud. All right. Tennessee Titans, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I don't know if the Chiefs can be able to start to stop DeMarco Murray. That is the big problem. I think they might be able to harass Marcus Mariota and uh, stop these receivers from just getting a whole bunch of pointos. But DeMarco Murray, I think, should have a still a pretty solid game here. Just needs one more touchdown for 10 rushing on the year. DeMarco's been good. He's been very good. He's been very, very good. I feel like he's not talked about as much as he should be, though. It's because Ezekiel Elliott and Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson are all younger than him, and they're on... Two of those are playoff caliber teams, and one is the Arizona Cardinals. Tennessee is, in, is tied for first place right now. This is a huge game for them. Yeah, there's just a vision, just not very flashy. That's the problem. Uh, Tennessee Times is not a big market. Kansas City, though. Kansas City, they might be the only team I feel in the AFC that can beat the Patriots right now. Um, If it comes down to a playoff game. It's one of these two. It's I think the Raiders might be able to as well. In the right conditions. If it's snowing outside? No. No way. If it's if the game is played in Gillette Stadium, there's no way Oakland. The Raiders wins. do they have the shot of getting the home field advantage over Patriots? Because they, they to beat the Patriots, they gotta be at home. I don't think so, because the Patriots are gonna have the bye week guaranteed. Well the Raiders might. They're ten and three. They it doesn't to, matter they, they gotta finish They have better. to finish ahead of Kansas City. City yeah. And the problem is Kansas City has the tie break on them. Sure. So Kansas City would have to lose two of the next three, mm-hmm. and Oakland would have to pretty much win out. Yeah. Uh, Defensive Ware, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill. I think these are all starter players. I think you're going to be pretty happy with them. I'm starting Tyree Kill for the first time this season, this <sighs> week. It's been pretty good. Uh, Travis Kelsey. I, it's going to be the first week he sucks. Watch. Travis Kelsey, I would definitely start with Delaney Walker here. I don't, I don't think Walker's going to have a great game, to be honest. Uh, I'm probably going to roll out Cameron Braid again over Walker. Yeah, I I would go that way as well. Uh, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Sorry, Tennessee. Indianapolis. As much as I've been enjoying the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Indianapolis in Minnesota. Now, here is the issue: Minnesota's defense has not really been lights out of of late, and the the Vikings' offense is deplorable. So, I think the Colts have a pretty good shot in this game. I do. I really think they have a very good shot in this game to steal one away from the Vikings. I wouldn't even call it stealing, though, because I feel like Minnesota just kind of fell off. But you kind of expect them to win at home, at least, with the Vikings. I think it's all going to depend on if it's supposed to snow. Uh, they're indoors now. Oh, that's true. They're in Minnesota. They're in a dome. I forgot that Minnesota's yeah. a dome now. They're, they have a really cool stadium. It's really nice. They got that big-ass horn. Because, you know, that's a, that's a thing you need in the stadium, a big-ass horn. I mean, Columbus has the cannon. They do. They do like the cannon. Pew! Was they have like uh for those about those ACDC right, like the, uh yeah for those about to rock, fire and then they go into um, what song is it? I don't. Know. I, th- uh, I thought they had that. But. What's it's not Chelsea Dagger. It's the other one that um by the Fratellis. That's the one who does Chelsea Dagger. I know, but it's another song that's like tip. It's like used by a couple teams in the NHL. I don't know. We'll keep talking about football. Football. Uh, I don't even in a plus matchup, I don't really like any of the Minnesota Vikings running back. I don't like any running backs really in this game. Frank Gore. I don't yeah, I, is... I I I can agree with that. I don't like any running backs in this game. Uh T.Y. Hilton, Adam Thielen. I feel like those are two guys. Is yeah. it weird to say I think my favorite receiver on this in this game 
is probably a Viking. And I don't really particularly know which one it will be, I think it's Adam Thielen. It might be. I don't like T.Y. Hilton going against the Vikings defense, but I don't think... I can't just trust Stefan Dix and Adam Thielen to just be good, even in a good matchup, just because how the Vikings offense works out. But yeah, I think it'd probably be a Viking that I prefer here. I don't think Hilton's going to have an amazing game. Yeah, I can agree with that. I'm not going to go back on my laurels and make it seem like I was hyping up the Colts and then pick the Vikings. So I'm going to actually pick the Colts. I'm going to go with the Vikings here just because I don't know. I I feel like Minnesota's got this. I don't know. Then again, we've we've also. I think a it lot would of the it would definitely games, it would so. definitely be an upset if the Colts won. That's for sure. The Vikings seem like the logical choice. I just I don't want to like kind of back out of a conversation I brought up. This is could be. A huge fantasy day. No, I've, I... You didn't let me finish. Uh, in the sense that it could be really good for some some people, or it could be really bad for those same people. I'm expecting a very low-scoring game here. It, I, 10-7. The is, Giants' yeah. offense is not really great, but their defense has been spectacular. Detroit's defense is okay, and their offense has been pretty good. But offense is good, but Stafford banged up. I'm really just not trusting him right now. Yeah, it's really tough to roll out any Lions. You're going to start Odell, guaranteed. I don't start any of the Giants running backs. I don't know if I want to start anyone on the Lions in this week. Ebron is probably the only one just because of the position he plays. I'm still saying, we have the option to pick up Jermaine Gresham. I know. Uh, it's really not looking like a bad idea. No, I agree. We'll get to the Arizona game in a little bit, and I think we'll discuss that more. Theoretic, he gets benched last week, or he's not active because of injuries. I don't really know, but I don't really want to trust any of the running backs in Detroit because they don't get enough playing time to really assert themselves. If Zach Sander doesn't go, I feel like Theoretic kind of is the starter. Yeah, I, I think OBJ OBJ is the only it. person you co- you comfortably start. I think that in the defenses. I think both defenses are fine picks. Yeah, you, it, I, this is weird because I was looking around the fantasy community just to see which defense is preferred here, and this is a very split one because Eli Manning is not good and Stafford's banged up. I think both defenses here have a good shot to be pretty effective defenses this weekend. Yeah, I agree with that. I am going to go with. Detroit, because you know me, I do not pick the Giants. I'm I'm also going with Detroit. I, I've been pretty much going with them all year. This has been one of the teams I've been really harking on as a very good, you know, unit, and I, I like the Lions quite a bit. Circle life, all that Simba, pride of the herd, or whatever it is. Too two teams that I invested a lot into this fantasy season that kind of has let me down a little bit the past couple of weeks. Saints versus Cardinals. Okay, so we can just David Johnson out of the way. He's really David good. Johnson might have the best fantasy day of all time. I'm really happy to have to play against him. We got pretty lucky in our matchup this week because the other that other semifinal is scary. Yeah, <laughs> this, I, the I team we to play against is actually the one we got the point correction, which is fun. Which we still don't know what the point correction was. No idea. Someone spilled some coffee on something and got us through. But hey, can David Johnson surpass 300 total yards in this game? I think it's plausible. It's very plausible. It's very, very plausible, which makes you really like the Saints passing game quite a bit because they're going to need to do something. The yeah. Cardinals the Cardinals go out and get beat by the, the Dolphins. Now they're back home. They're going to want to do something. I like the Cardinals stack this week in offense. Don't like the defense at all? No, I think the Saints are going to – they should really – come on. They can't. He hasn't thrown a touchdown in two weeks. I feel like Drew Brees can just completely go off this week. This feels like a very – High-scoring game. It feels like the sneaky high-scoring game. 
I think Carson Palmer's terrible, but I think David Johnson's going to do enough to make this a high score. Because game. there's two other games here that I could I can see being the high scoring games this week, which is Oakland San Diego, which is kind of like the obvious one. Uh, Carolina Washington I think is pretty good, uh, and then Miami New York Jets because no defense can be played. <laughs> yeah, no Miami Jets should be a disaster. Um, Mark Ingram if he plays. I think he still is an RB2 candidate. Yeah, I, I think RB2 kind of, yeah, yeah, lowish sort of. We're, we're looking at it as... I like the passing options a, a bit. Tim Hightower is a better option if it's just straight up running the ball, but because they're going to have to pass, Mark Ingram's really going to be the guy. And Travaris Cadet dropped a couple passes last week, so he's kind of in the doghouse. So I think Mark Ingram should be fine regardless of how this game plays out. I'm still saying I, I really like Jermaine Gresham a bit this week. I definitely do. No more Michael Floyd. David Johnson's going to be the main guy. Larry Fitzgerald's going to get shut down because he's playing against the Saints. And Carson Palmer's not great. Re- I can read you off his stats real quick. This is a non-PPR league uh, where I can bring up here. Uh, you might be able to bring up PPR-wise on your terminal. Yeah. But uh, it's he's not, he's not a flashy option at all. It's just the matchup looks good. And it, you know, in terms of what he can do offensively against a team like the Saints, just makes him more excited. In non PPR leagues, I think you can get away from Gresham. This is the last five weeks: thirty eight, thirty three in a score, thirty five in a score, fifty two, forty five. Uh, do you have what he has in a PPR league? Pulling it up right now. Cool. He is questionable though for this week. I just want to point that out. Okay. Uh, PPR standpoint. Absolutely nothing the first half of the season. You look from like San Francisco on. Since the bye week, 7, 11, 14, 10, 9. That's not bad. No. That's not bad. If you want to compare that to Eric Ebron and see how that matches, because that's our other option, that's really not bad. Uh, let me just pull up Ebron. Luckily, I have him. It so is It is kind of falling into that are we being too cute category, like I was just talking about. But against the Saints, e- it's not that bad. Ebron in that same time frame, 16, 0, 7, and 7. Ah. Ah. I mean, two of those games. Gresham's got a better matchup. That's that's the way I look at yeah, it. I'm just, I just don't really want to trust the Lions' offense with Stafford banged up and against the Giants in their house. Dude, I think I might actually win this league because my matchups this week are against San Diego, David Johnson against New Orleans, McCoy against Cleveland, Lamar Miller against Jacksonville, Mari Cooper versus San Diego, Tyree Kill against Tennessee. Those are great, those are great matchups. Yeah. Uh, who are you picking in the Saints Cardinals game though? Who do you think? I guess you go with the Saints. I'm going with the Cardinals. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Atlanta, San Francisco. I go against my team. We'll just talk real quick about if Julio Jones is going to play. If Jones plays. Atlanta should win this easily. Yes. If Jones plays, I love Matt Ryan a billion times more. But uh, Here's I, the thing, though. Like This game could be so out of hand that why put Julio Jones out there? That's, could that's, be, but if he plays, he should be good. If, yeah. he's, if he's good enough to play... It's going to be the you don't see Julio Jones factor. That's going to like hurt a lot of people if he doesn't do anything. But I, I'd i rather be the guy who said I went out and played my first-round pick in Julio Jones against the freaking 49ers at home than not play Julio Jones. Yeah. Like, if Julio Jones plays, you're playing Julio Jones. I think both running backs are playable in this game as well. Bonson Freeman and Tevin Coleman. They should be good. Falcons. Moving on. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kaepernick actually is not a bad start this week because they're going to have to do something. He's not. He's not a bad. I. I like. I think I might. I think I would probably start Kaepernick over like 
you know, Ben Roethlisberger and a whole bunch of those bad quarterbacks we talked about, yeah, Joe Flacco and ben, all that. Uh, Colin Kaepernick's not good at football. But it's good for getting you fantasy points. About it. Uh, New England at Denver. This is a, this should be a good game in terms of football. If this game was in New England, I think New England wins hands down. Yeah, I think because it's, not, I it's think in it's, Denver, I think it's going to be a close game. It's more of a toss up. It's going to be Tom Brady versus the Denver Broncos defense. That's a big matchup for this week. Trevor Simeon. It's long as he can get the ball effectively to his playmakers. They should be able to get something done. Patriots don't have a stellar defense. It's not like that's something they have. Yeah, but... I'm not trusting the run game. If they can eliminate some of these passing options and just kind of let the... They might force the Broncos to run on them by just taking away the passing options because they're kind of looking at, like... I think Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas are kind of like split. Eerie similar numbers on the season. Yeah, so they're both 1,000-yard receivers, a very split option here. With knowing that pass catch is there, they might decide, hey, we'll just drop a whole bunch of guys in coverage, make sure those guys don't beat us. We'll make Devontae Booker or Justin Forsett be the guy to take us away from this football game and see if our offense can get it done. Most of the time, their offense gets it done. Yeah. LeGarrette Blunt, I feel like, should have a good day just because he just rumbles and bumbles. Yeah, LeGarrette, LeGarrette Blunt should be pretty solid here. The other running, receiving backs, I'm not really too big of a fan of. Yeah, uh, because White and Lewis are splitting, it's kind of hard to pick either one of them. If I had to choose a receiver here I like the most, it'd probably be Julian Edelman. I agree with that. Uh, it, as long as they can move him around and try and get him not covered up against their big cornerbacks, hopefully they can get enough PPR points and something like that to make you happy in that sort of format. Chris Hogan gets a nice catch last week. It's not happening. I would not start Chris Hogan this week. Malcolm Mitchell continues to be a thing. I would also not like to start him. I, I don't want to trust enough guys. These are all guys you at certain points you really have not been fun, fun to uh, – fond of trusting in certain instances and now they're going against the Broncos defense and everyone I still, passing I still feel far. like Martellus Bennett kind of has to be started yeah, because tight of end. the tight end That's position uh, who are you going with here Patriots I'll be going with the Patriots as well yeah I just I don't think it's gonna be a, a big big game but you know I, th- I think it should still be the Patriots just are a good team yeah Broncos you know they, they really need they need this win they yeah. really need it bad I, yeah the Broncos are gonna go from Super Bowl to not making the playoffs that's kind of interesting uh Oakland San Diego kind of a easy start everyone it feels like uh yeah Kenneth Farrow for San Diego Philip Rivers Tyrell Williams Dontrell Inman yeah, it feels like a very you're gonna slot them into the correct Placing they should be in, you know, Tyrone Williams, wide receiver two, Inman, wide receiver three, with some upside, Karen Farrow, running back. Derek Carlos. Really Davis low Murray. running back two, kind of running back three. Amari Cooper's been uh, struggling, but he should be great in this game, yeah. especially if Crabtree doesn't play, because that might happen. The Colts shouldn't affect them. They're in San Diego. That's a really nice city. So Yeah, and Michael Crabtree's got a broken, I think it's a broken finger. Oh, didn't know about that. So maybe, maybe Michael Crabtree's that. If he doesn't play, I think Seth Roberts does become a considered flex. Oh, all right. Might be. Might Maybe. be. I mean, Seth Roberts has more touchdowns this year than Amari Cooper. I was weird things like email sent to me from some news site. I don't really know how I followed, but okay. I'm going Oakland in this game. Ooh, this is a tough one. Oh, yeah, I'm going with the Raiders as well. <laughs> San Diego gonna, finds ways to lose games. Tampa Bay and Dallas. This is one of the hotter a... teams in football in the in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We would think we'd say that this year against Dallas, coming off that big loss against the Giants, the only team they've learned how to lose to. I like this game a lot for fantasy. 
I brought this up to uh, my girlfriend's father, who is a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. If you're the Dallas Cowboys and you play the Giants in the playoffs, do you start Romo? <laughs> no. No, you start Dak. And then here's the other thing. If Dallas is down at half, do you start to think maybe Dak uh, is losing confidence? No, he, he he plays until the wheels fall off. That's really it. I don't expect Rome to come into this year at any point now. It, it, it had to be a few weeks ago. It had to be like about a month and a half ago where this conversation had more viability. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. I kind of was talking about team, games I thought would be high scoring. This has potential to be so. I don't think it's on paper. It's just very easy to pick that one out, but there's a lot of good playmakers in this game. Ezekiel Elliott's great. Mike Evans is great. Des Bryant's okay. Cameron's better than okay. He's been struggling. He's been struggling, but he's better than okay in, in terms of talent. There's a lot of talent to go around here. There's a, there's there's a good shot for looking at like a thirty to no thirty to twenty three game like we just saw in the Patriots Ravens game. There could be a lot of points here. Yeah, I think Doug Martin should be good. Yeah, I, I, I like a lot of people here. I think maybe the one, you know, Cole Beasley. And any other option in the receiving game not named Cameron Bray and Mike Evans on the Buccaneers, I don't really like. But besides that... Des Bryant, Jason Witten might be okay. Witten's been up and down, though. I would actually start Jermaine Gresham over Witten. I would start Bray over Witten, just because oh, Witten's yeah, just kind of a plotter. He's very good football-wise. He might Fantasy-wise, his best years are behind him. But Jason Witten might be one of the best tight ends of all time. Yeah. He's in that Tony Gonzalez category, I feel like. Definitely. It's just... You know, Tony Gonzalez kind of knew when it was the time to hang him up, and Jason Wynn's definitely heading there. He's heading there. still hasn't missed a game in his career, which is crazy. Uh, Except for maybe his rookie season. I think he was one, like, last season or something like that. I don't know. I thought he still had the Iron Man streak going. He might, but, you know, Kyle Ripken. Who do you got in this one? Cowboys. I also have the Cowboys. Yeah, it'd be fun to pick the Buccaneers because we have Winston, but uh, no. I think I guess I think there's there are points to be scored here. I think I might have overlooked how good this game might be from a fantasy standpoint. All right, final game. Josh Norman. Carolina Washington versus Carolina. I was just saying, I think Kirk Cousins is gonna win some people some some fantasy matchups this week. I think Kirk Cousins in this offense could give it to the Panthers at home. I, I think there's I, I, I think like I said, there there's points to be had here as well. I really like Kirk Cousins a lot this week. I as well. Chase Crowder, Pierre Deshaun Jackson turned it on. He's getting these big plays, and I think it's either consecutive weeks or two of the last three. That's what we kind of need out of Deshaun Jackson. We want these big plays, and he's getting it done right now. I like it quite a bit. And you said you didn't want the Snapple. Yeah, I only had half of it. I can't stand it. It's diet. I hate diet. The, re- the regular one's too sugary. It's like a heart attack. So and you said you didn't want the Snapple. I only had half of it. You wanted the Snapple. No, I I really wanted an adult beverage, but. You want death now. That's what football and hockey's for. <laughs> I think Washington's just a better team than Carolina. It might be. It might be. It, it definitely is this year. I don't, I don't know if, if for he, the end of time I'll say that, but right now at this point in time, I think Washington, yeah, he's definitely the better team. And Washington, I feel like they're falling out of the playoff hunt, so <laughs> this is kind of like a must-win game for them, whereas Carolina, they really don't have anything to play for at this point. I'll say this, if Luke Keekly does, in fact, play this week, it does hurt Rob Kelly quite a bit. Uh, otherwise, if no Keekly, Kelly should have a much better game. Uh, Greg Olson, we should see a bounce-back sort of situation from here. Which of the three receivers on Washington do you start over the other two? 
Am I ranking all the receiving options in this game or just the Washington? Of those three guys, I'd probably rank it Crowder, Jackson, Garcon, but it's I not would, like they're I would do it in that same order. It's not like they're leagues away. I think they're all solid plays. Yeah, no. Kirk Cousins against a poor secondary. I think Josh Norman's gonna be a difference maker in this game though. Yeah, I think Benjamin's gonna get should be I think Benjamin should be terrible this week. Benjamin has not been good. He's not been good. But I'm talking about terrible. As oh, yeah. Like like, maybe like one or two Like a Devontae Parker, two for 14 sort of deal. Yeah. yeah. I think we're we're looking in that sort of scenario. This is this is the revenge game for Norman. I think Benjamin's going to get his shit kicked in. So. There's a reason why Norman wanted to play, uh, why wanted to be a Saint in the offseason, and that was because uh, he to wanted to play Panthers Carolina twice. twice. Unfortunately, true, true, true. we didn't have salary cap space. Uh, who are you going with here? Washington. I'm going with the Redskins as well. All right, Dennis. Uh, let's uh, try and get this out to the people so we can get going. I gotta make my lineup in about a half an hour before football starts uh, and basketball starts. Okay, so we will see you guys next week. Uh, again, not sure exactly what day and time. I actually uh, just found out I didn't make playoffs in one of my other leagues. I didn't even look until uh, until now. That's I'm fun. sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. I did not make it in that league as well. Dang it! But we made it in the one that uh, the ones that matter. The Immaculate Pod team up you know with the, like the wonder twins yeah we're we're <laughs> we got a shot we might be the team of destiny we got a shot we made it into the playoffs <laughs> on a sack correction we, that we don't know we got a shot <laughs> anything's possible anything's possible with that goodbye see you next week